you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Life is good. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. We are nearing already. The end of June? Can it possibly be? Football season's going to be here before you know it. We have much to discuss, so let's get right to it while we await Ike Taylor visiting us here in Studio 66. I also hear hear tale of uh, great New Orleans Saints defensive end Cam Jordan. He may shadow Studio 66 before we're done here. Right now, though, one thing I do know, seated to my immediate left, all the way from London, England, he serves as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's handsome, he's Hello, handsome. How are you? How was Father's Day? Father's Day was good. I mean, it's hard to argue with Ike. Life is good. Um, life is good. Life is good. Yeah, life like is that. good. Life is good. Life is good. Uh, yeah, it's hard to argue. Um, everything's everything's good. It was, was nice. Father's Day for you. It was nice. We did a little. We did a little. Uh, a soccer clinic Ooh. for uh, for you know for football baby. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I like doing. I like uh, I don't know if this is a weird thing. Some people said that it is that I'm a grown up and I shouldn't care as much as I do. I love coloring books. I love participating. Mm. It's a great. I like that. You're right. It is. It's. It is fun. I know that they have adult ones. That maybe crosses That's a line. Weird. Maybe if I did that on my own, it do would you be mean? Odd. Do you mean adult or adult? As opposed to what? You know how adult is sometimes a synonym for something that goes... Oh, you yes. Know, you know what I mean? I don't a know. Blue, the... A blue coloring book. Right. P- coloring books designed specifically for grown-ups. Okay. I don't think necessarily means they have to be X-rated. Adult. Right. 
But maybe they do have right. them. I don't know. I'm naive about what's out okay. there, handsome. You know. I know. I just wanted to I'm say. a wholesome guy. I don't yep. I don't know about uh, what people are up to. But uh, but uh, either way, I love the coloring books mm-hmm. and I they're perfect uh, parent-child uh, activity cuz they're two pages, you see. Yep. I though get cross with my kids like when the, with the little ones who don't care to finish and they just want to scribble right. and then they want to mark up my colors. Yeah. Like, don't, can you have your own page? Don't, yeah. why, why does that, why do you have to put red in something that I've clearly, I've got four shades of blue working for, 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 you know, to indicate the shadow and everything. I've got, I've got where the light is coming from and everything. Now you, all of a sudden now the red is marking up my work. I don't care for that. But either way, we did some uh, we did some arts and crafts. We did some painting. We went to the arts and crafts store and got like you know different uh, things that we could paint. I I had a wonderful. Mm-hmm. I don't know maybe it's not fun for some people. Either no, way, I handsome. like it. I'm I'm you know what you can get as well just while you're on the books, and I'll see if I can find one for you. You can get a roll that like covers an entire table, so everyone can sit around, and then ah. there's a you know a pastoral scene of some kind, and you can sit in the top right hand corner and do the sky, and then the kids can sit somewhere down, and so that. They're, you're doing the same drawing, but effectively, like, your side's the good side, and then yeah. they can scribble on sheep or whatever. They can do their own thing, and I don't have to worry yeah. about it. I get very upset when they when – they, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I've talked about it before. Like, I don't like when I'm Legoing with, uh, with one of the it's kids. It's not what it's called, but carry on. All right, but when I'm Legoing Lego. it Lego. up, and I'm doing good, good Legoing, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, 20 minutes in – one of the ne'er do wells comes along and wipes it out. Like, what? What? What, what are we doing? What's a, What? What are we? What's the point? Right. You know, I you you wanted to destroy something beautiful. You right. know, actually, on 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 Father's Day, we went to the beach, and my youngest son um, did the equivalent, the beach equivalent of that yep. is is the sandcastle, a, a long crafted sandcastle. But unfortunately, it was someone else's sandcastle with <laughs> other people's kids there as well. <laughs> so I had to profusely apologize, and that wasn't enough. I had to rebuild a, ah. a sand tower because that really was – it was about three foot high. I had to rebuild the whole thing because my son had destroyed it. Based with, on with what? Shovel. Based on their lack of it acceptance was just, of yeah, your apology? Was like, I was like – well, I I offered to as well. I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Sorry he's not going to bring back our three-foot tower. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The kid's crying. I was like, I could rebuild it. And the kid was like, yes, you do that. <laughs> So there, are, so then I regret doing offering to rebuild your tower. I don't understand the need to be a destroyer. I tell them that all the right. time. Look, look, I'm making, I'm making something. Oh, you're, you're just uh, taking it down. I don't care for that. Now we, uh, it is time for our Q and A, our weekly Q and A session. Let's jump into the Q and A by revisiting one from last week with uh, with Ike and Colleen Wolf in here. Someone posited a great question. What's the largest animal out there on the big blue marble, handsome Hank, that you think you could defeat in mm. a fight? It's fun. I, I thought it was a great question. I, I watched the the video of that last week, and I thought about it this weekend. Funnily enough, again, when I was on the beach, I was in the ocean, and right there, and this happens occasionally in LA, um, you know, but not not as close as it did this time. A dolphin came leaping out of the water, very close really? to me, Neat. like you know, close enough. Just behind, like it was behind the glass with uh, with uh, Emma and Bartlett, mm-hmm. and I thought if I could get an adolescent dolphin and and drag it onto land, mm. I think I could I think I could take down be an adolescent. Be How are you going to get it out of the water? Well, because I'm cunning. What I would do is I pretend to be petting it. I'd be like, oh, uh-huh. hello, you know, and because and, dolphins like that, I think I've seen it on TV. Yeah. People, and then you know you get your arms around it, and then get them tighten up. And then just haul him out of the water. No moral qualms about it being no, an adolescent no. dolphin. I think, what about a... Fa- not a baby. 
But what if I'm it's a, a monster, shark? Dave. I think the greatest uh, thing you could say about a shark is, I mean, if you're patting it on its back, who truly is the king, not just of the jungle, but right. of the big blue marble. If you took a shark, even if the fight started out of the water, and you said, we're doing this on my term, shark, I think the shark could still beat me. No. I th- sure yeah, he get would. Get behind it. Get behind it. The, all, the, all the problems. Yeah, but he, the he would do that thing, and like you know how they they wiggle themselves, yeah, right, and he, right. ah, like all of a sudden, his head that was facing away a moment ago suddenly is digging into my arm or oh, into wait, my... What are you doing lying on the ground? I'm not. I'm trying to beat him up, but he's whipped around when he sensed I me. Know, but you said wiggle. Wiggling, I mean, if you can't move fast and the shark can wiggle, you're in trouble anyway. There's, you're, there are no animals. A lot of people told me, I said maybe a monkey, maybe a chimpanzee. People said, oh, no. Oh, no. Monkeys are very oh, mean. Monkeys, they would take your eyes. Chimpanzees or, will, yeah, they, they'll, they're or strong Or a pair of well. something else that you have. They, yeah. I said they, they like to go after those. So, I, so yeah. monkey is done. What about, though, a donkey? Damashek oh, v. Ass. No, no, those guys will kick you. Okay, but if I, ju- if I jump on him around his neck and like pull his eyes, and he's not going to... That teeth are dangerous as well. All right, we'll have to stick with that. Chris Wessling then asked uh, from around the NFL, said, what's the smallest animal you couldn't beat? I have seen Kill Bill, so I'm going to say a black mamba. Yes. How no, would I beat yeah. a snake? Uh, a king cobra or, the, or a black mamba, those are dangerous yeah. animals. I'll tell you what else is bad um, you always hear is the honey badger. Hmm. Um, those ones, I mean, they, yeah, I think lions are afraid of them because what a honey badger will go do. Is... A honey badger can pounce and catch your neck? No, I think they, I think with a lion, you know, these lions will be out hunting and the honey badger sees them coming and the honey badger, you know, he's coming after the honey badger's babies. And what the honey badger, what, what the honey badger will do is they go under the lion and they go grab the lions, um, hanging down, you know, the, the big fruits. Mm. <laughs> The big fruit. The big melons that are hanging down underneath the lion, and they'll they'll grab them. Hey, uh, joining us right now, walking into Studio 66. Oh, there's his theme music. Oh, yeah. Take it away. One-man house band, Dick Banks. Is it on? Uh-huh. Born in Gretna. Uh-huh. Oh, so loud, sure. K-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. I Taylor. Life is good. Life is good. What's the poop, Ike? How are Life you? Life is good. Can't complain. You know what I'm about to do? What? I'm about to get professional. Okay. Oh, taking the gum out. Yeah, I got to take You've thought of everything today, yes. haven't you? Hey, Ike, let me give you a trash can for that. Thank you. I, I've been eating some cherries here. I, I was about to get you to like, that. Would you like some? Well, y- yes, I do. Yeah, you go in there. Hey, well, what, it, what, what make you bring cherries on a Shaq show? Well, Shaq likes fruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like cherries. Here, let me put that spittoon between What us. you call it? A spittoon. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. I got to start saying that. Um, and, uh, and, and so I just thought, why not? I'll bring some cherries. Shaq's rejected them actively. So. I have, no, I'm listening. I'm, I'm being a pro. You know, I don't want to. I don't want the audience to have to hear me masticating food while I'm kibitzing about this, that, and the other. The game of football and the game of life, Ike. We started without you. We jumped okay. in on this week's Q and A. We revisited the animal discussion. A lot of people chiming in on that one, including our pal from Good Morning Football, Kay Adams. Right. She feels that. Uh, yeah, she enjoyed the discussion. She couldn't settle on what beast she might be able to defeat. Ike, what's the smallest animal you couldn't beat in a fight? Last week you said you could beat a silverback. I find is, that answer specious. I would say a wolverine. A wolverine would defeat you. Yeah, no question. Would kill you. He'd make you bleed. Well, you, you, you said the honey badger, right? Honey badgers are dangerous. I think pound, a black mamba. Now, pound for pound, a, a wolverine and a honey badger would kill a black mamba. 
No. Yeah. Oh, they snake? They'd make yes. short work of that. Yeah, they, they I mean, what snakes. are those ones? Mongoose. Is a mongoose the mongoose snake, killed them snakes snake all day. That's what they do. That's their job. That's yeah. illegal, but, you know, that's, I think. No, that's real life. I know, I know. But you don't people, get no <laughs> ticket. You don't get no ticket in a while. I know, but I, but <laughs> but can't a mongoose and a cobra, that don't pe- don't human beings pit them against one another in parts of this, uh, mm, in parts of mm, the world? Probably. Yeah. That'd be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. All right, let's not discuss animal fights. Watch it on Nat Geo. Hey, Nat Geo, y'all need to give us a shout-out since we're giving y'all a shout-out. Yeah, that's out true. Yeah, Demich- that's true. They Dave Demichek Show. They should, uh, they should jump in and sponsor this. Meantime, uh, Ike and uh, Handsome. Kayla Schlitz opposes the first question of this week for us on Twitter. She says, the players have ranked their own top 10 for uh, where we are. It's not the, for the 2016 season. Ike, you, me, Amber Theo Harris, and uh, a gaggle of pro football stars are, have been buzzing the last few weeks about this, and uh, it all culminates next Monday night. Meantime, top 10 as we sit here in between 2016 and 2017. Who's your top five players in all the NFL? Top five player? Yeah. Ike does this for as a job, doesn't he? That, like you, you've been writing your own list the whole way through this. This is my top five player. Yeah, you're a top five. Not no guessing. The li- as we've learned, as we learned once again on Monday night, I was galled to see Dak Prescott at number fourteen. The guy, the rookie, who Seems was on, a little high, was too high. That's right. And Aaron Donald was at what fifteen or something like that. Should be in the top five. Handsome. While Ike works on his mm-hmm. list, what's yours? I got Tom Brady number one. Agree. I would take Aaron Rodgers second. Agree. I would take J.J. Watt third. Eh, all right. He's hurt. He's coming back from a back injury, and this uh, the drill is to – You wouldn't take Khalil Mack over J.J.? Okay. Nope. I'd take uh, Tony Brown four. Okay. And I would take Julio. He don't, you don't no need for a second name Julio. there. Julio. No, Julio. I know who Julio is. At number five. I agree with your first two, Brady, then Rodgers. Okay. I go David Johnson. This is based on I like 2016. David Johnson a lot. Atrocious offense, eight men boxes all day long, mm-hmm. no matter to him. Aaron Donald, like I said, at number four. And then I'll go Antonio Brown in the midst of the greatest run for any wide receiver in pro football history. Four years in, look up those numbers. You'll never see the equal of uh, what he's put up of late. I think he keeps it going. In fact, Ike and I have been talking a lot about Martavis Bryant and the impact and how unstoppable he has a chance to be. And in fact, how unstoppable that Steelers offense has a chance to be in 2017 if Martavis Bryant is ready to go for the season. Ike, all right, go ahead. I did mine for real. Okay. Tom Brady. What do you think we were doing? Yeah, y'all was for that for fake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. want to get in that spittoon. Over there. <laughs> I don't want to be in a spittoon. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady, number one. Life would not be good if I were in a spittoon. Tom Brady, number one. Mm-hmm. Tyron Smith, number two. Oh, my goodness. Aaron Donald, number three. Wow. AB, number four. Khalil Mack, number five. And I just wow. put, put Levy on like a little slash, a little baby, like a little small five. Really, Aaron Rodgers, ne- neither hair nor ha- what's uh, hair hide hide or hair. Neither hair nor I, I hide. Did, I did the best I thought at every position. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad you're not uh, obsessed uh, by the QBs like the rest of the world is. Right. All right. Excellent list. That's fun. Yeah, I think Aaron Donald to me of all the top five I, injustices. I, yeah, yes, yeah. I agree. I think that's the worst one. Next question comes to us from our pal. He was in a week ago. You can obviously check his uh, his podcast. Um, the Ross Tucker uh, football show out uh, at uh, as soon as possible. Go back and listen to our work with him. He posed a question for us. This one's not about the game of football, rather the game of life. Hmm. All right, fellas. My daughter, Helen, is almost four years old. And recently, when I told her 
that there's a right thing in life and a wrong thing in life to do. She said to me, I don't want to do the right thing. I want to do the wrong thing. Uh-oh. How do you suggest Uh-oh. I handle this? Uh-oh. Handsome. What do you think? You're, you have uh, three little ones. Yeah, t- two of my little, two of my kids, they, I think they feel the same way as well. Hmm. Their thing is like, I wa- they, they want to be the bad guy. He, they want to watch the world burn. I want to be the villain. I like the bad guys. I want to be, we play a game at home where you have to, like you, we each will pretend we're an animal and then you have to tell the other animal what you would tell it just leading up to when you eat it. So you'd be like, <laughs> I love that game. It's a good game. It's be like, you know, you'd be a snake. I'd be a, uh, a, a, a donkey. Uh-huh. And then the snake, we make friends. And then the snake suddenly will turn on you uh-huh. and be like, you know what? I'm hungry right now. And the donkey's like, oh, I'm hungry too. And they're like, do you know what? I like to eat donkey. And the donkey's like, no, I like burgers. And he goes, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and, and, what are you teaching that, your children? Uh, well, it's just a fun game. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, but I don't know what you, know, you do about it. Different. Yeah, they ha- have a- the Englishman a little different. Ike, what do you say here? Well, handsome, of course, as we've learned before. When he was, uh, you know, when he was barely into adulthood, his first deed in these United States was uh, he he uh, took uh, took the manhood of calves. Right. What were they again? What kind of beast were they? They were cows, baby cows. cows. I just he cut their cut their took their um, manhood. Cut away. their people. People. Mm-hmm. Taught them a lesson they'll never forget. So he doesn't mind that sort of thing. How say you, Ike? What advice can you give to Ross Tucker? Oh, man. Between right and wrong, two girls, so I'm sensitive towards my nieces. Oh, wanna man. Want to be bad. Is that they a wanna good thing? They want to be bad. So I would drop them. I wouldn't drop them. I would, would take a trip to the Nile River over there around Africa somewhere. And, <laughs> and I, wow. No, no. I, I would show them. You know, uh, this this what happens to bad people, mm. you know, and I would love to see a lion trying to feast on another animal and say, you see that? Now, daddy going to go get that when you act bad. <laughs> this, get a lion. Well, this is an elaborate scheme to teach them uh, to behave. And, and, this, and this is what the lion will do to you. Four and a half. I'm just saying. That's, you, that's what I would like, do. This is what, if you're bad, this is what happens. A lion eats you. Now, now, me doing the right thing is bringing you on this trip. I'm going to feed you to a lion if you step out of line. No questions. Wow. They would be scared for the rest of their life. Well, that's they true. Would. That's for sure. That's true. And, you know, I say all the time. Dead straight. No questions. The old thing is, <laughs> handsome, you have a daughter. Like, you know, I for better or worse, politically correct or not, you know, it's not a. It, it doesn't feel as bad if your boy, at least in the in, in theory to me right now, if one of my sons grows up and you know he likes to misbehave in certain way, you know he likes to Give have a few fun, passes. chase you know likes to chase girls and chase a few too many girls and all that kind of stuff. Give him a pass. All right, I'll try. You know, try to be a gentleman and all that. You know, you kind of, in theory, don't want your daughter to to be no, you, playing that game. But as a reminder, you always hear guys say, "Oh, you're t- about their daughter. She's not allowed to date until she's thirty. Ha ha ha! That's the big joke. People always make that joke. But of course, the alternative is, or the worst thing would be, is if your daughter, no one wants to go out with her. That that would be sad. I don't I don't want to feel sad that no one asks her any uh, my girls on a date. You yeah, see, I, I want I want I want it somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. Knock on wood, the daughter must be unhandsome if, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If, if, exactly. if nobody That's asking her for a date. Yep. Yeah. Or she's got some uh, personality flaw of some sort, right? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make my daughter wait. I don't even have a daughter, but I just don't even want to wait to thirty because 
they get to third and they trying to play catch up. And psh, ain't no telling how many. <laughs> they're going to burn the candles on both of them. <laughs> trying to play catch up. Like, I miss all of this. <laughs> right. I was so worried about the lie in this whole time. I had no yeah, idea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to a lie over to fly over to the Nile. Find the a lion, lion that's eating another animal. Ho- hopefully, it's feasting. Yep. <laughs> Y'all Interesting. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Next question well, comes Nat from Geo. Nat Geo, by the way, I is having Nat a big Geo. day on DDFP yeah. today. I love Nat. Nat Geo. Y'all gotta show us some love. Make a call already. Let's see. Yeah. Let's uh, Nat no Geo in uh, the National Football. I should, and maybe you got. They've got room for you to host a show there. As I well. mean, I've heard worse ideas. I follow them. They follow me. I need to highlight them. Boy, yeah. that I mean, really, you should uh, go on safari or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. You know, I feel like. You have know, you never? Have you done that? No. You should do that. I really feel like I'm one of them animals, dog. I don't want to go in the jungle and just take over the jungle. Because <laughs> I really point. feel like all the I'll lions take... would be like, "Well, he's here now, guys. We got uh, nothing left." Got to a do. new boss, <laughs> and then you leave because <laughs> then you'd miss. Yeah, then you go you back. Know. I knew he was coming. Like I tried to tell y'all, he was coming. <laughs> I got to get back to the top 100 show. Sorry. <laughs> no question. I'm gonna leave a note. <laughs> I'm gonna leave a note on the tree. I will leave that note. Chimpanzees. I got bad. It's just it's a note leaned up against the tree. Why everybody sleeping? Wait, what's this? Yeah. Deer chimps. Oh no, that's I didn't leave us a note. <laughs> uh oh. I had news. Everybody gather around. It's gonna be hard and, and for everybody and to and hear. And then they're like, "Hey, gorilla, you can come out, Silverback. He's gone." That's the one guy who's who's happy. He's like, "Thank God, Ike's left." Nah, they, you know, he's beating I'm, me up. I'm gonna get along with everybody. And John is just, you know, don't try me. Yeah. Mm. Well, you gotta eat though. <laughs> somebody, somebody, yeah. somebody ain't gonna live to see whatever number they want to get to. <laughs> that's that's what I do know. You know, I'm gonna feel like the hippo. Yeah, I like those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to feel like the hippo. Or I might feel like a little horse, a little stallion. I was thinking about that. Couldn't I, about the largest animal I could beat in a fight. Would a hippo if destroy, destroy me? Yeah. Why? Because they, they run fast. They they go, destroy- have you seen when they open their mouth, you'd be like, they're not. They, they I don't know grass. about it. Don't look at me like hey, I'm listen. crazy. What do I know what a hippo does? They you, eat you grass, know, but they You know what animals like stay away from hippos? Yep. Is that right? Alligators. Because they're yep. unattractive. No. Oh. Alligators stay away from hippos. So what chance you think you got? Oh, I just thought of one, though, that I could be. Oh, which the one? The biggest animal I could defeat in a fight is a giraffe. A giraffe would wouldn't beat kick, me. The kick the hell <laughs> would kill would you. kick you through that. Did you what? ever see Mike Tyson fight a big heavyweight? The key to Tyson was he getting close and they couldn't do anything. What's the giraffe going to do once I get in close? G- giraffe? That neck, he's not going to be able to bite me. Like, ah, get well, further. Bite you. Yeah, they step back me. 10 feet Shaq. away, potbelly Jew, so I can have my way with you. No way, giraffe. Sorry. Shaq, first of all, you have no lateral movement. One. <laughs> you don't know what I have. That's one. That's true. That's one. So about time that head whip, get whipped around to you, right. it's going to go through your brain like, oh, the giraffe is whipping his head, but for what? Oh, I woke up. <laughs> so, Ike. <laughs> Does a giraffe's neck bend very much, or is it You just, don't see. That's how like they fight. That's how they fight. They fight like that. They'll whip you with their neck. They, oh, they I didn't know. I was surrounded by uh, nature experts. They have to do no zoologists. They have to fight no off question. lions. They Ike and Handsome, the zoologists. They kick lions. They what kick are they going to do to you? Lions they kick lions. Put them to sleep. 
All right. Yeah, I'm my quest to find the large beast it's that not, I could defeat in a fight continues. Believe me, it doesn't live in the jungle. It might live like under a house or something like that. A spider. Here's a football question. Mm-hmm. Brett Simon seventy two asks on Twitter: Does any team have a better pass rushing duo than Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram? Of course, of the Los Angeles Chargers, they are going to be. I mean, Melvin Ingram now making some money. Yeah, pay right. Yeah, little delayed Bosa his arrival to the NFL, but once he did, and I was a cynic. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Like Jerry Orbach at the end of Dirty Dancing, I was wrong about Bosa. I did yeah, not I think he was dominant, man. I was dead wrong. I didn't think he was going to be this good this early, and he would be good for a long time. Duo better than that uh, than those two? A duo. You can't forget about Bruce and Mac. For the Raiders? I agree with that. It's a good one. Um, How about Watt and Clowney? There were moments last year where Clowney looked like the guy that they thought he was. That's your winner. That's right. If if those two are both healthy and ready to go, Not even, that's your You don't even have to take Watt in there. Uh, Marcellus. Yep. Whitney mm-hmm. Merciless, right? Merciless. He just is good, right? He just as good his as business. J.J. Watt. Coming off the edge. I'm, as a total player, no. But come, see, you got to understand, like, they was number one without J.J. Mm-hmm. Like, they start winning without yeah. J.J. So, J.J. is J.J., and it's only a few people in the world that J.J., like, only a few people in the world who's like J.J., but J.J. just was taking up a lot of space on the line. Like, you can't debo everybody on the line. So, now when you got J.J. sitting out, everybody's disciplined, everybody's getting in a groove. Okay, we all playing on right. one Have cylinder. St- everyone has to step up. Not not, not even step, step up. It's just like, once you get in a groove – you good, but if you got a guy who just can dominate inside and outside, it's just like Aaron Donald about to go through the same thing because Coach Wade Phillips like, that got me a D tackle slash D in, so I got a guy who can clog the middle up and he can play defense in. Same thing with J.J. Watt. Like, J.J. Watt is big enough on sub packages. He can play inside. Yep. Also, he can rush on the outside. It's just, yeah, it's a good weapon and a good tool to have. It's just – what about the guys who can just only play that position, a D-tackle position or a D-end position? Those guys get in a groove. Like, them two outside linebackers in the 3-4 and them two D-ends in the 4-3, them guys get in the groove. Them guys have snap counts. Like, if they've play, been playing for, like, 20 snaps, they know the cadence. Like, all right, I know when the quarterback, that's why you see them, like, pumping the gas, yep. pumping the gas, pumping the gas, because they're ready to go. When you got guys who just versatile on the defensive line, it takes snap counts out of them guys, and they can't get in the groove. So, yeah, I do like this. I mean, now that we're talking about it, I like this Bosa Ingram. Also, I like, again, their Bruce and their Khalil Mack. How about that whole division? What That's what's crazy yeah. is that you could go, yes, yeah. DeMarcus Ware retires, but how about the the idea of Von Miller and Shane Ray, right. who's ready, who might be ready to blow up? He's a little no, good. Think, He's shown I, some I size. Think he is. And uh, so, and uh, yeah, and then uh, and KC as well. When uh, Justin Houston's right, and Tom Bahali, you can make a case for that group. Also, Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill yep. in uh, in Seattle, uh, no a great one, one that uh, deserves a mention. in uh, the Falcons building what looks like a nasty pass rush. Right. Not going to Vic Beasley in uh, in chunks of last year looked uh, looked just about yeah. unstoppable if you watch the right game there. All right, here's a here's a fun one um from uh from the Washington Redskins. I dare say this guy is uh is destined to be a regular here on the DDFP especially in the Q&A format. Here it is, Will Blackman with a question for us. Take it away, Will Blackman. What up, Ike? What's up? Will Blackman here again of the Washington Redskins. If you had to pick one superhero or villain that would represent 
the way you played, who would it be? Hmm. Mm, Noel Blackman. The Joker. The why? Why? So why? Well, how does that mirror? I know you like the Joker. How does that represent your style of ball? Because the Joker don't give a what. He said mean things to people too. To his foes, he would say things that were inappropriate sometimes. So the Joker doesn't have any superpowers, right? He's just a regular. He's just a regular, yeah. regular pain freak. Mm-hmm. Pain freak. Afraid of what? Nothing. Nothing. And no one. And no one. Mm. So he fights all these superheroes with superpowers and capes and masks on, right? They can't kill him. Yeah. And he laughs the whole way through. The, the whole, the whole way. Wow. With a smile on his, the, yeah. on his face. Yeah, the he does. He, he, and also, yeah, he has a weird looking face. That's me. That All is day. you. That is That's you. me. Yeah. You try to sneak it in, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I did sneak that one by you. Um, handsome, I know you didn't play uh, pro football, but would you like to take a, a shot at well, this Well, I one? would say Mr. Invisible because I didn't play pro football, so no one noticed me doing it. <laughs> what about. That would be, that would be the, my guy. <clears throat> Who, who's is there a Mr. Invisible? Nah, uh, nah. There should actually. be. Nah, it's a Mrs. Invisible. Miss Invisible. Uh, As I've said, the Fantastic Four is a gay parable, and I mean that sincerely. I think that uh, the, that it was intended to be some sort of a tale. Um, that if you consider it this way, the Fantastic Four. Who's in it? It is uh, the Human Torch. What's his catchphrase? Flame on! There is. Uh, there's Mister Fantastic. He can reach anything. You got the thing. And then the girl is invisible. Tell me I'm wrong about any of that. What are you doing, Ike? Where, where, Miss Emma and there go Cam right there. Miss oh, Emma and Ryan. That. Cam Jordan's coming in. Look, he Cam Jordan's going to join the where, Q&A. That's nice. Where did y'all find Shaq? Uh, On Smart Street. I told you. That's a, Smart Street. I how, think, how long is that street? I don't know. But you know what? I would be, I would be like I, – <laughs> <laughs> and who Not named it Smart Street? Look who it is, What's everybody. Up, From the New Orleans Saints. What's up, baby? How you doing? Good? This yeah, is yeah. Handsome Hank. This is Cam Jordan. How are you, Cam? Please uh, join us. We're having a little Q&A session here. You're looking nice. You know, uh, you figure I came in, like I said, with a nice little little jacket on. I was <laughs> like, hey, you know, I'm going to be professional. And then they're like, yo, you got a segment outside. I was like, oh. I got a short sleeve. <laughs> um, Cam, how are you? How's the offseason treating you? And most importantly, Will Blackman just uh, posed this question to us. We turn it to you. What superhero or villain best represents your style of play? Um, I'm going to say Green Lantern. Because? Because um, I can almost do anything I put my mind to. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And he's only limited by his own mind. You Wait know a second. Saying? Is no one ever – has somebody asked you that question before? No. Because that liked was – You liked it. That was, that was very good off the <laughs> cuff if don't it was. Don't get mad at the answer. That, I know. I'm not. I'm impressed by it. That was for pretty every, good. For everybody who keeps saying, you know, they want to be Superman or you want to be Batman or you want to be the main, you know, heroes or whatever, um, think outside the box. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if you talk about Green Lantern uh, – you know, after Hal Jordan, we become, you know, a black superhero. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's another good reason. Yeah, I like all that. You know, to me, as a Superman, too, is not a good answer not a because, good answer. well, he would kill people and that wouldn't go well. You know, like if Superman tried to tackle somebody, that would, you know, how's like he going to. a hole in the ground. Hey, the didn't they just be- have that movie, Super, Superman versus Batman, though? No yeah. doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, so you know, it would be he too kinda much. Turn, he kind of turned into the villain. I said, I said the Joker. Oh, mm. yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> Boy, living with no laws. No laws. 
<laughs> hey, Cam oh, Jordan, lost. also, what's the best pass rushing duo in the NFL right now? Um, if I can't say myself and you Nick, can Nick if you'd like to last year, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that was a heck of a end a, a detack. Um, right now that duo you can go Khalil Mack, Bruce Irvin. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go Cliff Averill and Mike Bennett when he's healthy. Um, you know, because you know Mike is Mike. Mike is a force. You know, unfortunately, he just only saw like half the season last year. But when they were together. They were out there destroying. As I've said, Super Bowl Forty Nine would have turned out differently had uh, Michael Bennett not gotten, or uh, Cl- uh, had Cliff Averill not gotten hurt in the second half, because Michael Bennett and Averill were dominating that game, and then Averill goes out, and all of a sudden they double up on Bennett, and Tom Brady has enough time to uh, to play hero in that one. Um, what did you make of Drew Brees' uh, placement on the top one hundred list? Sixteen, two spots behind rookie Dak Prescott. Honestly, I thought that was just going to be me. And then, you know, I figured Drew would be a top five, you know, situation. Um, but apparently I'm not on the list, so we'll just throw that out the window. Um, there's apparently <laughs> Wait a second. Other... That's right. Is yeah. this, I'm, you know, I, I was on the list last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah not in the, the top 100. Yeah, let, Shameful. Let's, let's not, yeah, let's not talk about it. That's all, right. that's all jokes. Um, you know, <laughs> again, for Drew to be 16, um, you know, we're going to put that on the defense. I understand uh, it's from our peers, but at the same time, we've got to do better and go farther into the playoffs to get the recognition that right. that he should deservedly have. Um, again, my, my only stat that really comes to mind is when you have, you know, let's call it eight seasons where a quarterback's thrown for 5,000 yards or more, he has five of them. So when you talk about right. uh, king of the air, we'll call him Drew Orleans. You know, <laughs> um, you come on down and you're going to see a passing show. We. I don't want you to get upset Production. with me. Production. And Ike, Ike, I think you know probably where I'm going to go now. And there, this is a delightful time, and I don't want to ruin it. And yet, I'm going to ask this. Anyway. <laughs> I'm a defensive end. That's all it I has not, no, I come this, in our rec- You hear a lot of bad stuff about uh, the Saints' defense, and we always hear, oh, the Saints, when's that going to turn around? Drew Brees sometimes doesn't play well on the road. True or false? I mean, what do you think about that statistically? Is that un- is that a bad question? Statistically, I- are you upset with me for asking no, that no. question? Okay. Statistically, <laughs> he 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 doesn't play well on the road. I look at Drew Brees like high risk, high reward. So if Drew is having a heck of a game, yeah, you're gonna get it. But then the the risk is the 15 turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm asking him to do a lot. I know he can do a lot, but really, I'm not getting the reward I'm looking for that we talked about in training camp. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. So when you have a Dak Prescott, it's like we always put uh, quarterbacks when they manage the game like that's a bad thing. Oh, no, that's not a bad thing. If you got a quarterback that can manage the game, that's a good thing. One, your defense is sitting. Well, as I've always said, Brady and Peyton were high-end game managers. One, are one, or were. Your, your defense is sitting. So the strength to the Dallas Cowboys was their offense. Defense didn't have to play too much mm-hmm. because we got a run game. They control the clock. So now I'm fresh, and he know now when you got a run game and you control the clock, man. We talk about man, what we doing tonight? Up oh, time for us to get on the field. <laughs> Bam. Cam, your thoughts? Um, again, I, I go with the high risk, high reward. Um, I'm also just going to bring to mind, you know, what the first when you said he doesn't play well in the. Uh, on on the road, um, for some reason I think we came back and smacked the Chargers, um, you know, and that, uh, that might have been smacked the Chargers. That might have been a road game. Um, it counted. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> All right. Um, See, I made just, things that's just uneasy. The first, that's the first game that came to mind. Um, 
you know, when you talk about playing on the road game, I'm again, I'm gonna put that on the team. Uh, when you have a guy who's throwing, you know, for averaging, you know, three, four hundred yards a game, uh, it's got to be on the defense. And again, to fill that question, I think we've bolstered our defense unlike we have any other year. Mm-hmm. You know, we've added Manti Teo, we've added added AJ Klein, um, Craig Robinson. He's coming into a second year. You know, we've got a D coordinator coming to a second year, so guys should be more comfortable. Um, and that's just at the linebacker. We drafted the kid uh, Anzalone. Right. Um, and so that's four new line, you know, four linebackers that are coming in strong. Um, when you talk about you know, our DB core, last year, Delvin Bro, you know, went down. Uh, PJ Williams down. Damian Swan down. Three guys you were looking to really change, help help change the three starters. I did two starters, right? Two starters yeah. and you know, possible nickel starter. Right. You know, um, guy who who you help to change the identity of our defense. Um, then you got to pick up guys. You know, we did find Sterling Moore, who, again, turned it on in the second half of the season because he got comfortable. It's not like, you know, he saw any OTAs. It's not like he saw minicamp. It's not like he saw training camp. Come during the season. He came in week two. Right. You know? Um, so he didn't find his stride until that second half. And so we're looking – we're now looking – if everybody stays healthy, you know, we have potential four guys who can start right. on any team. And that's something that's going to not only help – if you have lockdown quarters, I, we all know you buy me three seconds, I can get there. I, you know, and the and the Adrian Peterson edition is is getting most of the headlines, but I'm with you. I think the defense quietly there in uh, in in the Superdome is going to be much better than it was. How, how's how's that locker room feeling about AP? Oh come on, you know you know we're all excited about yeah. it. Seventy percent uh, of the locker room probably grew up watching them right. run over guys in Oklahoma and then the Vikings. Um, and you know he came into training camp looking you know fresh and fast. You talk about the great running backs of our leagues. You know, you talk about Le'Veon Bell, who's shifty and fast. You talk about uh, Shady, shifty and fast. You talk about Marshawn, you know, shifty, strong, fast. You know, I don't know. He's that's that's yeah, a different he, level, he a right? Different. Yeah, he's a little different. You know, hmm. But then you talk about Adrian Peterson. He's fast as hell, and but at the same time, he gets angry. vertical, angry, angry. You know, he got lateral movement like David Johnson. I was watching. We was watching David Johnson highlights on that Top 100 mm-hmm. reaction show, and he had a jump cut. That's all he did was jump cut. I'm talking about David Johnson. <laughs> right. But then if you go back and just look at AP and his style of running, mm-hmm. he jump cuts too, and he'll make a jump cut and just Burp. shoot right straight through the hole. That's them ladder drills we talk about all the time. <laughs> well, and then you consider. So the Saints kind of had a vibe uh, uh, over the last decade or so is probably being the most consistently strong team in the division. Then now you got the Buccaneers with Jamison Company on the rise, Mike Evans and the rest of that. And then the last two teams are the last two NFC Super Bowl representatives. As far as that goes, did you find yourself rooting for the Panthers and the Falcons to win for divisional pride? Because, and I asked this to Ike too, you come from the Pac-10 slash Pac-12. Cal, did you ever sit at home and say, I hope USC wins it all. It's good for the conference. To me, when you're a pro, you don't root for guys in your the, the other division foes. True I, never did that. I never did it in college. I never did it in high school. I love I it. I, I'm you? with you 100%. You? Yeah. I don't understand when people even talk college football and they say, well, but it's good for, for the yeah. conference. Side. Well, that's imba- they beat you yeah. up. You Don't don't you want to see right. somebody beat them up now? Exactly. At, at Cal, you know, if, when Oregon went to the national championship, you'd never be like, oh, but we beat them, so heck, we could have been there. <laughs> No, uh, not at <laughs> all. I'm like, right. yo, you know, I can't root for either team. Right. I mean, it doesn't affect me one way or another since we're not in it. You know, the moment that New Orleans, you know, whether we make it to the playoffs, you know, a couple years back and we went deep and we stopped, you know, and see, we lost to Seattle, Seattle won the Super Bowl. That's not a consolation prize. Right. I only want to beat them the next year, you know. Um, that's more motivation to become better as a team, better as a unit for the next year. Right. Uh, when you talk about 
Carolina two years ago um, when they won all those close games. It wasn't like they were blowing cats out. They were a, a team unified, and they were winning those close games. That defined a Super Bowl team. Um, that's something that, again, you aspire to be. That's something you get hungry for. Um, you talk about Atlanta. Atlanta was blowing some teams out. And, again, Atlanta was also making those some close, those, yeah, some close two-minute drills yeah. that they came out winning. That defines a Super Bowl-winning team. That has nothing to do with, hey, I want Atlanta to do well because, you know, they beat us twice and they're going to the Super Bowl. I want to destroy them every year. When I that see them the this right upcoming way. year, I'm looking forward to destroying them. Ike, any difference? Did you ever watch the Ravens when they were playing down in NOLA, what was that, five years ago? Were you thinking like, hey. I hope all of them get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. 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 Don't want to see them. Don't want to look at them. Oh, the lights went out. I hope they never come back. (laughs) (laughs) No winner this year. Ever. Ever. Uh, real quick, fellas, uh, before we wrap it up here, it's time real for quick. it's time for over undies presented by Me Undies, the perfect wardrobe. You already got it. Now uh, finish it off twenty percent off your first pair. Just use the URL meundies.com/ddfp, and like I say, twenty percent off your first pair. Um, the question is: This is for uh, for Ike. Ike, you thoughtfully explained what swag and you meant mm-hmm. when you used to say that on Monday night and mm-hmm. Sunday night football. Swag, Ike Taylor, swagging you. Right. Um, which uh, which uh, was part of your uh, broadcast there. In addition to attending Swag and You, you matriculated at the University of Louisiana Lafayette over Undy 3. How many players currently in the NFL went to school at Louisiana Lafayette? I'm going to let you guess first on this one uh, there, Cam. Over <coughs> Undy's Three. For, I got a question for you. First of all, um, for the undies plug, uh, am I getting a pair of these soon? Or <laughs> I, no? you know what? Okay. It's outrageous that he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, um, I would like someone too. some too. Well, over undies, you know, um, these me undies. Uh, they're very they're, soft. Are they elite? <laughs> Unless I'm saying like I would. Say right. so. Okay, and then the, 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 I guess to your bum that, will love them. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, I'm just gonna put it. Uh, I'm going to have to check that out myself. Uh, I might have to add it later. But that being said, uh, over under three ULL? No doubt. Over. 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 Really? over. Like, who could it be? Wait, now that Peanut Tillman and I are we talking about? Are we talking about like, over? Yeah. Are we talking it's about over like th- just this year or are we talking about like as a collective? In I, let's go behind the glass to the Georgia. Emma VP. Are we talking all time? Because no, Peanut Knight. Who's currently in the league? Oh, currently in the league? Yeah. So we're talking over. about span. Yeah, definitely over. over. Really? Who's over. Watch. Do, do we have. Hands Y'all have the, uh, go the answers. Go uh, is that including mascots? <laughs> no, don't, don't disrespect them. You can't disrespect the Raging What is it? The Raging Cajun, right? Raging you, Cajun. Oh, that's you can't a, disrespect that they're strong. They're strong with it. Yeah. Definitely over. Over. Emma VP, the correct answer is? Zero. Zero. Whoa, trick, trick question. You There's wait. no one. There's not no mascot, one. Not even the mascot? Nope. Not, Sorry about that. Not, I not a mascot. Sorry to trick you. You can get good I, Cajun you, food you in New Orleans. Put a, one of them. We we just had two running backs get drafted this year. Oh oh oh! That's two. Yeah, uh, but that's still under. Uh, I'll have to uh, check my research then. Yes, right. uh, it's it's not zero. We just we just had the tight end from uh he just got drafted to San Diego Chargers two years ago. Well, I don't oh, know if he he's in the league out. anymore, but I'll check it out. Wait, so the practice squad counts? Yeah, she gonna, no, practice she gonna, squad doesn't count. She's going to kill me softly. Pra- We're not. Pra- she's going she to let me down easy. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, though? Isn't that amazing? You come from a Power 5 conference, Cam Jordan. Imagine uh, 15 years or so ago, the two cornerbacks at Louisiana Lafayette are Peanut Tillman and Ike Taylor. That's Great. crazy, Great. isn't it? Great. We had top five secondary in the NCAA. It really is quite a we thing. We had me, Nut, Brian Deemer who was like 6'4", 
whatever, and Kyrie's a bear. Mm. So I was the smallest. I was the smallest corner. Uh, see, we, I, I, I love all this, and I want to keep going now. We're just getting into the good times. But before we wrap it up, Cam Jordan, let's start where uh, – let's finish where we started. This has gone on for a couple of shows now. What's the biggest animal you could beat in a fight? In a while. In the wild. Mentally? We talking about like not mentally, physically. no. We talking about like fight. mentally, I like, you know, I'm coming in like I'm not losing anything. So <laughs> um that being said, you gotta give me the situation. Oh, I thought you meant like mentally, like oh, is this some sort of like, a spelling bee? For some reason like, like I do like to go hunting. You know, we out in Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? Um, is you or him? Hey, I like Somebody I like to go hunting, go. so I don't you saying I don't have a uh, uh, rifle on me now. So I, bare hand. I shoot I sh- I've shot a deer. Bam. I've only got three in the chamber. I missed the first, bam, I missed the second, uh, third Shot. What about now, a deer bear hand? Exactly. I'm coming I'm coming up on a deer and a bear comes out, right? <laughs> I mean, we, we might have to we might have to knock this out. Um <laughs> There's there's a saying, you know, if you ever see me in a fight with the bear, help the bear. You know? And that's what I'm going into mentality with. Now, realistically speaking, um it, it has to be a baby bear. <laughs> but right. I don't know. I don't know. It right. could be a raging mom. Um yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't even deal with my mom you know. My mother. Yeah, it's I'm the mama bear protecting right. her, her youngins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the dangerous one. <laughs> but you don't but if, like, if, like, little homie is all of, you know, six months and he's all, you know, 100 pounds. You like your chances. I'm definitely, yeah, I like, I like my chances. A bear. He said a – Ike Taylor said a silverback. silverback. I think day. that's asking a little bit too much. Oh, um, you know, I read that story where, like, the little monkey, you know, reached through the, reached through the cage and, like, ripped off the lady's face. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And that was, like, a little chimp, you know. So you feel uh, – silverback. I like my chance. You couldn't even oh, beat yeah. up silverback James Harrison. Oh, is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> he does. He lifts uh, you, bench been, press bar. You're being messy. <laughs> uh, you're being messy. But I'm also being true, you're, aren't you're, I? You're being messy. I could take a penguin. That's another one. I that could is take. one you could. Take. I bet I could beat that. They're pretty probably. Pretty that beak would cut you in half. <laughs> All right, but we're asking if I'm living at the end. But, no, you won't. All your insides will be hanging <laughs> Go. out. <laughs> Go. Go. We can't find one beast that I can defeat in a fight, Cam Jordan. All right, listen. Great times with you. Great to see you. Stay healthy, Cam. Best oh, wishes in the, uh, in the NFC South. Handsome Hank, great stuff. Great Thanks. insights so, from you. Thanks for putting that bringing- out there. Soups, like the next Super Bowl. Except the only difference is in our conference, we're not going to lose the Super Bowl. We're just going <laughs> to. Oh, look at that bold prediction. And then he literally dropped the mic there. Ike Taylor, you have stuff to do on the fancy TV. You go do that. What a pleasure to see you once again. We'll see you next week. We have uh, one more with Ike in town um, for uh, for the summertime. Then Handsome and I will uh, pick things up from there and run all the way till training camp kicks off. Much to discuss between now and then. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.